Deb Trubman here. What's healthy? We are happy new year. It's a beautiful new year. I'm hoping we are putting 2020 behind us and we have 2021 in front of us and it's going to be a fantastic new year. And I want to talk about new year's resolutions and the things that we all struggle with because I think everybody is at that point where we're really concerned about our health and we really want to have a great happy new year and we don't know how to stick to our resolutions. So I wanted to talk a little bit about the things that we can do to stick to our new year's resolutions, right? Because, you know, I think at this beginning of the year, we're all really motivated to make things happen. We want to lose weight. We want to exercise more. We want to drink more water. We want to take our vitamins. We want to wear our masks when we're supposed to. We, you know, whatever that might be for you, you know, we want to talk about those things because motivation only lasts for a short period of time. You know, I don't know about you, but I have joined Weight Watchers in the past. I lasted two weeks, three weeks, and I was done. I joined a gym. I went two or three times and I never showed up. And, you know, here we are a year later, we look back at the year and we go, what did I do and why was I not successful? Because motivation only lasts for a short period of time. We have to create discipline so that we can turn motivation into habits. And when we turn them into habits, it becomes a lifelong thing for you. So then you can get off of that roller coaster of gaining weight, losing weight, gaining weight, losing weight, sleeping, not sleeping, sleeping, not sleeping, whatever that looks like for you, whatever your struggle with, we want to get you off that roller coaster because that is not good for you to be to to feel like that. So, you know, you've got to take that motivation. We want to turn it into discipline and then turn it into habits. And this can really take about 21 days or so to happen. Do you have to be perfect? You don't have to be perfect. You can make mistakes, but it's whether you're going to get right back up or are you that person that goes, oh, you know what? I ate a pizza, so I'm going to eat another pizza. So, you know what? It's only 12 o'clock and I've already had two pizzas today. I'm going to have some Diet Coke. Well, the hell with it. I'm going to go on to have a Ding Dong or a Yoohoo or Yoho or whatever the things are that we eat that, you know, screw us all up. You know, it's a mindset. You've got to really think through that. Okay you had a slice of pizza, or you had, I don't know, a devil dog, or you had a lollipop, or you had chocolate, whatever it is, it doesn't mean you have to ruin the rest of the day, which then becomes the weekend, which then becomes the next week, right? Go ahead, if you have a slice of pizza, don't say, oh my God, don't beat yourself up over it, just let it go and move on, because we always have the next hour, and let alone the next day, so that you can be more and more and more successful. So there are some things that you can do also to really Really set yourself up for success. Set short-term goals. Don't make everything so big. Oh, I want to lose 80 pounds this year. Um, I want to drink a gallon of water a day. You're not going to be successful. It's going to last for a week. How about we start with, let's drink two cups of water a day. Let's lose 10 pounds in the next eight weeks. And then you will set yourself up for success because then you'll see a pound come off and then two pounds come off and then three pounds come off or you'll drink one glass of water and then two glasses of water or set your vitamins next to your toothbrush and take them in the morning and then you'll start creating habits and discipline and then you'll create um, lifestyle change and then you will be successful you'll be able to really have a great year and then next year 2022 you'll be we'll look back on 2021 and say hey I made a difference and I actually stuck to my resolution this year I did have a question that just came in from Maddie and Maddie says is it okay if I fall back into my old habits once or twice as I try to get healthy I'm not perfect Maddie I think I answered this already for you but yes it is absolutely okay only 
if you can get back up onto that saddle, get up onto that horse and ride, right? It's like falling off your bike. You fall off your bike, you gotta get back up on that bike and go. So make a mistake, fix it, move on, don't beat yourself up over it, and you will have a fantastic year overcoming that. I wanna talk about the patient-doctor relationship. I think this is a really, really, really important thing because a lot of us are sicker and sicker and sicker, and I'm not even talking about COVID and the long haulers that are having tons and tons of health problems following having COVID. I'm talking about just everyday, run-of-the-mill, type two diabetes, thyroid disease, the things that we're living with, you know, migraine headaches, hormone imbalances, the things that we're, we're dealing with on a daily basis. You have to be able to have a doctor that you trust one that you can go in and sit down and say, hey doc, I'm not feeling great. What do you think it is? What can you do to fix it? In fact, I had a patient come in today and she said, you know, Dr. Deb, I went to my primary care. I said, hey, I am exhausted all the time. I don't feel good. Yes, I know I have two little ones. And the doctor said, well, let's run some tests. They ran a little bit of blood test. The doctor called her up, which I think is unusual today anyway, and said, hey, everything looks good. There's nothing wrong with you. And she said, but doc, I still don't feel good. What is going on? And the doctor didn't really have an answer. Well, when I sat down with her today, I said, you know, I think that that doctor just didn't dig deep enough. They're allowed, what, five to seven to 11 minutes in a room with you? So how could they possibly really figure out the underlying cause of the problem do what they need to do so they can fix you and make you better. And here's the thing, a lot of us don't even know that we need to go in and advocate for ourselves when we get into that doctor's office. So my mom, she's really funny, she'll go to a doctor, the doctor's halfway out the door, and she's like, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 I have another question, wait, 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 I have another question, but not everybody is built that way. You have to be okay with asking questions and you're not challenging a doctor's authority. You're really, in my opinion, when my patients ask me questions, I feel like you're checked into your health. You're there, you're wanting to know what's going on and what you can do to fix it. So don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to grab your doctor's arm or at least say, hey, you know, I have some questions. Can you answer these questions for me? And I know if they only have 11, 12, 13 minutes in a room with you at the most, it's gonna be difficult for them, but you gotta be verbal and you have to feel comfortable asking because you are gonna be the only one that's gonna advocate for yourself so that you can get the answers so you can get good quality healthcare and that you can feel good because at the end of the day, isn't that what matters most is that you're feeling good? I did get a question coming in from Anthony I wanna to read to you. When I go to my primary care doctor, they only give him me 12 minutes or they only give him 12 minutes to talk to any of his patients. I'm worried that he can't figure out what's wrong with me in the short of period of time. Okay, Anthony, I think we need to learn how to type. So what I think you're saying is that you go to the doctor, the doctor can spend 12 minutes in a room with you, how can he get you better? And I think I've touched on that a little bit too. Um, I think you have to really you know, slow that doctor down, grab them, ask the right questions so you can get the right answer, so you can get the care that you need so you can get better no matter what it is. You know, functional medicine doctors like myself, we're the ones that really will sit down and spend that extra time with you. So if you're not getting the answers you need and the time that you need from your conventional medical doctor, try a functional medicine practitioner, a functional medicine doctor, an integrative doctor who has 
has the time and the know-how and wants to sit down with you and get all of your health information so we can figure out what's going on so we can fix it so you'll feel better. So I hope that answers your question because that's a great question and I think that really goes out to all of you out there. You know, advocate for your health so you can live a happier, healthier, longer quality life. Uh, I want to talk again about working from home. A lot of people are working from home still. And, you know, we're living in these houses and have these work or makeshift workstations that are not ergonomically correct. And I am seeing a huge, huge increase in neck pain and shoulder pain and upper back pain and low back pain and pain down to a leg and I can't stand up straight and I don't know what I did. And then when we start talking, they're sitting at home at a desk that they made, you know, helping their children, especially if they have the little ones with their schoolwork and they're not sitting in the car driving to their office anymore. They're not going to the gym anymore. Their exercise is down and we're seeing a lot of health concerns rise up from this. So I think this is important enough to really talk about this again. Um, you need to have an ergonomically correct workstation. Meaning, when you're sitting at a desk, you should be like this. Your foot, you probably can't see me, but my hip is flexed to 90 degrees, my knee is flexed to 90 degrees, and my foot is flexed to 90 degrees, and that foot should be on the floor. You should be able to bend your elbows, your elbows should be 90 degrees, and your shoulders should be relaxed. Now, when your elbows are at 90 degrees, your hands should be straight ahead of you and you should be hitting your keyboard so you can type on your keyboard. Your hands should not be up here, they should not be down there. You should have your monitor at eye level. You shouldn't be turned to the left with your arms up, you shouldn't be turned to the right, your feet shouldn't be you know, stretched out under you and they shouldn't be up at your chin. They, everything should be 90 degrees so you have a good ergonomic workstation and that is a start to helping with back pain and neck pain and headaches and wrist pain and elbow pain and shoulder pain and knee pain and I'm saying, I'm telling you, a huge, huge increase in these complaints in the last six months, I think because everybody is working from home. Um, get up and stretch. Get up and do the things that you need. You would normally do if you were working in an office. You might have to walk down the hall. You might you know, have a gym in your office that you can take and go on the elliptical or go on the bike and lift some weights. Don't feel bad about taking time for you. You've got to have life balance. So get up in the morning, set a schedule, keep your regular schedule. Get up in the morning, get the kids ready like they were going off to school. If they go off to school, great. If they're at home, you know, get them settled and then you do what you would normally do. Did you go for a walk in the morning? Hop on the treadmill, lift a few weights, you know, have a nice breakfast, get ready for work, do your work, get up every hour, move around for five to 10 minutes, get a headset if you have to, so you're not going like this. You're not going like this all the time. Get a headset. Uh, make sure that monitor, this is a big one with all of these Zoom meetings that are going on and all this virtual stuff that you're looking straight ahead when you do that. So I think it's about setting up your workspace the right day, the right way. Ah, it's been a long day already. Setting up your, your balance, making sure that you have good work-life balance, stretching. Make sure you're drinking plenty of water, make sure you're eating healthy and you're moving. You gotta get those at least 10,000 steps in a day. And I know this is hard when you're working from home. So I hope these suggestions help you. Um, 
If this stuff doesn't help enough and you're really still hurting, go to the chiropractor, go, go get adjusted, get a massage, get acupuncture, take supplements. There are supplements that you could take that will relax muscles and reduce the inflammation. All of these things, when you do it all together, really will help you feel better because I don't know, this might be a long haul working from home. I think a lot of companies are starting to realize that, hey, it's cheaper if everybody can work from home. So, you know, some people are even telling me that they're not going back to offices. Their offices are closing down and people are just working from home permanently. So hopefully that helps with the physical pain that a lot of you are feeling. Um, I did get one more question that came in from Joanne and she says, even after almost a year, I still feel guilty about taking a break to exercise. Do you have any suggestions? Joanne, my suggestion is you let that go. You don't need to feel guilty about it. We all need to exercise. We all need to move. You've got to do that for good balance, good health, heart health, cardiovascular health, mental health, which has been a huge, huge problem. We're seeing a lot of anxiety, a lot of depression, and exercise and life balance can really, really help address those issues. So please don't feel guilty about it. I have found that I'm a better mom, a better wife, a better boss and a better doctor when I exercise and get enough rest and eat healthy and really have a good work-life balance. So I hope that helps you. Uh, I want to let you know that we are open here in my office in Kennesaw. Uh, if you want to come in, please come in. We're here six days a week. If you have any questions, you want to email us, email us at feelbetter@lakepointwellnesscenter.com. You can go to our website at feelbetterhere.com or you could just good old fashioned give us a phone call at 770-974-5215. Until next time, wishing you loads and loads of health and happiness and love and light. Bye-bye.